All right. Hey there, Lit Nation. Actually, can you really call it a nation when my mom and friends are the only ones probably listening so far? Anyways, my name is Paul LeBlanc. This is episode one of the Life in 20 podcast. And with any luck, one of hundreds to come. And eventually, maybe, yeah, a nation. Who knows? This first episode features myself and my co-host, daughter Carson, who's 18, and son McCoy, who's 15. It'll probably be the only episode without a featured guest. But on this initial episode, we set the stage by beginning the conversation around what this pod is trying to solve for, what's frustrating about school and how it fails to prepare youth for the real world, and what they think kids their age want to know about life. So I thought before we get into it, it might be the right time to share in this first episode why I personally have a passion for this podcast and what I'm most excited about. First, I really wanted to create and grow a business with my kids before they left the house. I wanted to show them the magic and power of what's available to them. So, thought, how about a podcast? Sounds fun. Okay. What would it be about? Well, that leads to my second reason. Number two, and there's six of these. Number two, what are the things school didn't teach about life's five core domains? So when you think of core domains in life, we're talking about health, home, work, relationships, and finance. So what are the things school didn't teach about those five domains that I didn't know and that they could learn in a concise and curated way from others. So as parents, you know, my wife, Jess, and I did our best to teach our kids every life lesson, to work hard, be kind, how to win, that it's okay to lose. In fact, it's good, it's healthy. Avoiding serious mistakes, becoming critical thinkers, and live independently. It was... What we aligned on early is our duty as parents. But they were only learning from two people's knowledge and experiences. What if they had unlimited access to ask and hear directly from a community of real practitioners, you know, relatable humans, experts in specific fields with years of experience, a place where they can learn, then demonstrate how to network. After all, your network is your net worth. And so if they could learn, then demonstrate how to network, then the power of them creating relationships by removing insecurities of asking the tough questions in life that other 13 and 23-year-olds are curious about, that felt right to me. So number three. Empower the Zoomers. 
right? Gen Z, those born between 1997 and 2012. It's literally the best time to be alive. So many tools and options with the power of the internet, yet Gen Z is learning more of the same curriculum unchanged from the system 30 years ago and less hard skills of the traits, auto shop, wood shop. So how do we accelerate the learning curve and tap into true intellectual curiosity, right? How do we clear a path and highlight options that align to what a kid's passion truly is? Not what we as parents selfishly think they should be or do, but what makes them happy. So empowering the Zoomers was number three. Number four. Wanted this to be revealing content, trusted and to the point. So what do I mean? No paywalls, no complex searches, no vague answers. My background is I've been an interviewer most of my career. As an investigator, getting hundreds to tell me their most dishonorable secrets, let's say. We will be asking guests the most interesting and revealing questions a 13 to 23-year-old would want to know. Why 20 minutes? Well, not sure you've noticed, but there is a a trend here towards short-form content. Quick plug, you can find us on TikTok, Reels, and Shorts. Just heads up there. But we're betting that 20 minutes is kind of that sweet spot of attention span. And keeping Zoomers interested, yet short enough to be hungry for more. Uh, Curious how the next guest answered questions about how to get started, what it pays, their life score, and their greatest regrets. Number five, wanted to be authentic and a net energy producer. What do we mean? Not energy neutral or negative, that never moves the needle in anything. This pod truly should produce energy if it's a success. It should lead people to do things. I've always cheered heavy heavy for, you know, good, good humans and humanity in general. I generally avoid energy killers like social drama, excuses, and and pity. I'm, I'm fascinated by your path and story. Why are you here? Why are you here? And why do you do the things you do? I've always been generally interested in people's journeys. All humans. I've never been a fanboy or impressed by titles or someone's fame. I was raised to treat the janitor to the CEO the same. As my father was one for 35 years. Yep. Proud of you, Pops. I'm not a best-selling author or coveted keynote speaker nor expert at really anything. But you know what? Most people aren't. The featured guests on this podcast will be genuine, like your Uncle John, your Aunt Shelly, or your Grandpa Mike. Now, perhaps you didn't have those influential family role models in your life. We're here for you. Our mantra is, you can learn something from everyone you meet. And how rewarding it will be to capture a timeless 20-minute recording 
of the life journey of real, authentic, and relatable humans. I think about how meaningful it would be to me to have that clip of my closest friends, family, grandparents, great uncles, great aunts, great grandparents that are no longer with us. Talk about keeping your legacy alive. That's what I'm passionate about for number five. Number six, and finally, 10 million Zoomers in five years. Our mission and purpose is to positively influence 10 million kids and young adults between the ages of 13 and 23, accelerate their real-world learning curve to unwavering happiness that really took Gen X, boomers, millennials, way too long to unlock. Just heard a stat recently. Can you believe up to 62% of Americans aren't happy? So what if we could break the mold of generational conformity to the system and show the next great generation that grades and test scores don't define your worth or value. Life is full of options and important choices. If you're willing to listen to people that have done it, then you can truly learn something from everyone you meet. That's the ordinary, whether it's their they're the extraordinary, whether they're blue collar, whether they're white collar, whether it's the CEO or janitor in just 20 minutes. So our hope is that you join us and our growing Lit Nation community in this journey. Whether you're a kid or a parent, either by subscribing to the Lit Podcast, joining our Facebook group, following us on Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter, volunteering to be a guest or making a recommendation the kids would benefit from hearing, even suggesting a question that could make it into our pool of top 30. Most importantly, sharing with other parents and kids. We really want to build a community here. So looking forward to looking back in a year and laughing at how bad episode number one was. Enjoy. Welcome to the Life in 20 podcast, where you will learn something from everyone you meet in 20 action-packed minutes. Now, let's get lit with your hosts, Paul, Carson, and McCoy LeBlanc. All right. So, let's just get back to that question then so that we don't have to come back to it. We were talking about a couple of things that might frustrate you and your friends about school, just in general. And... You know, you guys might be speaking at it from different angles because Carson, you're a senior, McCoy, you're a sophomore. <clears throat> Curious to hear what your thoughts are about the frustrations of school right now in your circles. I think the most sort of stressful thing is they like what they're exactly teaching us and kind of looking back and realizing what did I actually learn? Like, what is actually going to get me through life? And I think it's hard to kind of, like, me, I have, like, really bad senioritis right now. I think I'm kind of, like, I don't know, with what I really want to do. And I think learning about the things that we are learning, it's not going to help me in the future. I think I heard you say something about, you know, maybe 
kids your age and your circle don't necessarily know what they want to do, but a lot of them know what they don't want to do. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how it is for me. Like, I know I'm not going to be a scientist or an engineer. Wait wait a minute. Why not a scientist? I just, it's not my thing. Never liked science. (laughs) I just know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, what I like, what I don't like. And I, I wish we could kind of do the classes that are gonna that I know I do want to do yeah in a sense yeah seems like the same system that has been around for 50 years McCoy how about you homework <laughs> homework okay and right. busy work yeah yeah so uh, tell me more you think like just gets assigned so that you guys have something to do and they feel like they're Checking some stuff off the list and keeping yeah. you guys busy. They just don't want us to have free time. They don't want us. I, th- I think they just want to, like, keep, like, the material, like, refreshed. Like, in fact, that's what most people think, like, the homework is. Just, like, extra practice. But I just think it's just but like, an extra waste of time. Just, what if, like, imagine if you didn't get homework. Like, how would you do good on the test? You know what I mean? We get, like, study guides. You get a study guide. So you just think that we shouldn't have homework like at all? I think it's pretty pointless. Okay. I mean, I, are you saying you like homework? No, I'm not you saying I that? like homework. I just think sometimes it's like necessary to learn how to do something. That's 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 what school's for, though. Yeah. I mean, like I tend to forget things when I go home. So you see, you, that's what that's what they use homework for. So you've seen value in doing the homework in terms of how you how you gain knowledge in a particular subject. Yeah, and I think throughout my years, I never had, I was never the one to come home and have to do the homework. I always did it at school, found time to do it. So I guess I never really had, like, real homework. Yeah. (laughs) It was more, like, things I did at school, so I didn't have homework when I came home. And, like, that's the thing. If you, like, with homework, a lot of it gets assigned. Like, if, if we just didn't have homework, we could just get assigned those same homework papers as, like, our classwork. Yeah. Instead of having homework and classwork, I, I just don't see a point of that. You don't need homework and classwork. And I think a lot of the parents would say, oh, okay, well, that's typical of a 15-year-old to say. But I hear what you're saying because, in a sense, look, we talk about all the time as parents. We talk about, hey, how do we how do we get the kids to, to play more, to socialize more, to, to, to get out of the house more? Assigning more homework is not that, – that's, that's not a, a key piece to all that, right? Now – some would argue, well, you know, you're just going to fill that time video gaming or, you know, playing on social media and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure that, I'm not sure the assignment of homework, it feels to me that, what are you guys in class, seven hours a day? It feels yeah. to me that everything that is supposed to be learned in that day, if we were being efficient with our time, should be learned in that day. Really? Yep. So you're against homework as a parent. I am. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Well, like, <laughs> I've, I've ever been like in class, mm-hmm. and class doesn't actually start until like twenty minutes in. Like, yeah, because you have like teachers giving like random lectures the over nothing. Just talk about their lives. Yeah, like students just like messing around. Like, like if you just like, if they were just a stricter in class, and just like immediately, right. immediately got to work, we would finish everything with time to spare. Like, there's no. Yeah. We're in there seven hours a day. And that's my point. My point is more about, like, if you were, if, if they used after school time and said, hey, you know, 
hey, McCoy, you and a couple of friends are going to work on this project. I like that kind of work because it's social skills. It's interacting. It's building a team. These are the things you guys need to know to be successful in the real world. I love that. But to send a kid home just to do a repeat, rinse and repeat work, you know, for an hour, mm. I, I, you know, just so they can memorize it better versus a deep understanding. I'm not sure I'm a fan. Just build stress. Yeah. All right. Let, let me ask a couple other questions. If I was to ask you what the number one thing, okay, you've got to, got to dig deep here. What's the number one thing that you've learned at school in the last year? The most important thing. Yeah. And it could be either a, a life lesson or something taught in the academics, but it, but in the, in the confines of school, it taught you something. In the last year, does anything stand out? Like important for like my future? Yes. And no. I think the one thing that it helped me with is learning how to interact with different personalities and different people and kind of learning how to like this person may not be your best friend, but you're in the same class with them. You got to get along with them. Just being able to kind of have those conversations with different people that you normally wouldn't be friends with. Yeah. I think that's what's helped me the most. I mean, I'm normally like a social person, but like you deal with all kinds of people in life. So <laughs> having to see the same people every day. So if I flip that question, I said, okay, take the word school out of it. And I said, what's one thing you can remember, recall that you've learned in life, either amongst your circle of friends, amongst your, your family, just kind of a life takeaway or something that you're like, all right. And maybe it's an interest that you're like, okay, I like that. Or it's the path I want to go. Is it easier to recall something that you've learned about life versus about school? Yeah. Does anything else stand out? I mean, like nothing really stands out, but it's just like the little things. Like nothing like big, but like you just like take, take stuff in from like your friends and just like older people that just like tell you stuff. Yeah, it's like observations. It's it's a it's a culmination of a bunch of little iterations, little little things that you said to add up. Yeah. Coach, how about you? You agree with that? Yeah, I would say that I can't tell you one thing I remember from junior year from school. Wow. All right. Good. All right. Maybe my last question for now, but and this is a we're just not just about beating up on school here. It's, it's more just talking about, you know, how we prepare young adults for life and really what interests you, even at this age, that, yeah, school might be lacking, that we can help accelerate that learning curve to avoid maybe some of the mistakes and bad experiences that others before you have had and just get you on the right track sooner and keep people on track, more importantly. So what does school lack that you are genuinely curious about in the world? Um, like how to live outside of I love that my answer. parents. <laughs> t- 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 tell me more. What Just, are really the big things that are not, I'm going to say freaking out because you're not freaking out about it, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a, that's a, that's a solid answer. I just, I want to know more. Um, just, like how do like how do I pay for things? Like if I'm gonna get my own apartment, like how do I do
do that? Who do I talk to? Mm-hmm. Like, who do I call? Or if I'm going to buy something or if I'm going to, you know, do taxes and like people always talk about taxes and like how we're supposed to do it and stuff. I just think the normal human things that my parents and their friends do on an everyday basis, I don't know how to do when I'm 18. I'm technically an adult. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like what Carson said, like, like I, I, I don't even know what taxes are. Like I, I <laughs> right. I mean, like there's a lot of adults that don't know what taxes are. And I know it's something you got to pay, but like, yeah, I don't know how much it is. I don't know what it's for. I don't know why I'm doing it. Well, I kind of know why, why you're paying tax, your taxes, but still like that. And like, what if I want to, Buy a house, buy a car. Yeah. What do I do? Especially for a house. Mm. So Carson, up to this point, you're about to start your second semester, your senior year. Have you had any classes in the school system related to those topics? Finances, how credit works, compound and interest, anything like that? Um, no. I. It is required that we have to take a semester of personal finance and I... I'm taking that next semester, so I'll be taking that. But, I mean, a semester out of my four years of high school to really know everything. Right. It's just kind of, I just think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead of doing that, you're taking four years of French and chef class. like Drawing and painting 101. There's no, there's no I don't like drawing. That. No. But I can't wait for you to take us to Paris and, and uh, teach mm. us all the French. Oh, that's right. You're in sign language. So yeah. Smart. It's even yeah. better. A-S-L, guys. <laughs> I think you learned that one from your sister. All right. So let me take a moment to set the tone on what I think are the five the five biggest decisions that you make in your life. First one is, do you pursue higher education? That's the first big decision you're going to make in your life. Number two. What kind of what type of job or career do I want to have? That's key decision number two and relates to that first one too, or can. Number three, where do I want to live? Where you end up living is who your circle of friends will be, who you network with, who you socialize with. Despite being, you know, FaceTime and everything else, it's still where you live plays a big role in how you're influenced. Right. And the people around you. Right. You've heard the term like the, the, the you are the average of the five closest people you hang out with. When you live somewhere that, that, that holds true as well. Number four. Who you marry. Can't tell you enough. And here being the lucky one here. Twenty one years in it. Who you marry and seeing others that that have been successful with that. Who you marry. Is one of the most biggest decisions you make in your life. And then number five, what you eat and your health is really what that amounts to. Those are the five decisions you make in life. So I think if we establish framework of how to prepare 13 to 23-year-olds for those big five decisions, I think that's the framework for this podcast. The thing, again, not to continue to bag on school, but, you know, to me creativity I, I wonder how much creativity is getting lost in the school system in that this conformity to the system and the way it's always been does it limit the creativity of people that of kids that that are meant to do this something even early age and can be doing it right now if given the right tools 
and the right mentors and the right coaches, right? Is to find out what that person really, what's, what really lights them up and let them do that versus go to science and four years of French and all this just to meet some requirements. Just to throw it back at you a little bit, if somebody's to ask you right now at this season of life you're in, what do you want to do in life? <laughs> no idea. I really don't. Do you have a few things that are interesting to you, at least, you know, as you enter college that, that you're going to pursue as potential career paths? I mean, I would say so, but I would also say that I've, throughout school, I've done things just to do them, just to pass, just to get the A, and to where I kind of just never really found something that really interests me in the classes that I took, just because, like, I was more just get it done, just, like, get through it, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it, school hasn't given me a lot of opportunities to really know what I'm interested in. It's very limited. But, so I feel like I don't really know exactly what I want to do. Fair. Corey, any ideas? No idea. Zero? You wanted to be a race car driver. Yeah. When you were younger. Who doesn't when you're younger? Well, I didn't want to be a race car driver. Yeah, what do you want to be? A teacher? Yeah, I feel like everybody wants to be a teacher. <laughs> A waitress? A little. I don't want to be a waitress. They make good money, though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very common. And, I, you know, when I went to, when I was in college, there's a lot of people that, you know, two, three years in, even when they graduated, didn't know, right? And just end up going down a general, a general path and getting that degree and just a general subject and then, you know, going off doing something. It's not the end of the world to, to not know what you want to do at this age. So my only recommendation is find something that, that you're, you're passionate about that excites you. And back to your, your point about being stuck in a cubicle, you know, it's, it really is about happiness. And even if the pay is not there, man, if you're just a great person and happy and grateful for everything, that's, that's worth its weight. So don't ever dismiss that. You know, we're going to have all different walks of life on this pod and I'm excited to learn something because, you know, like our, our mantra says, can learn something from from everybody you meet and i'm looking forward to that just to throw out a couple goals you know for this pod i think one of them that we have right now is to help influence and impact 10 million zoomers in the next five years right get 10 million listens in the next five years that's the journey um looking forward to it and want to take if you're listening to this pod right now you know in the future Hope you join our journey wherever you wherever you entered, and uh, you know, tune in for for our next pod. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. 